Brothers and sisters, welcome to day four of our Lenten journey, musing on the theme of the Eucharist. Today still, like yesterday, we're just building a bit of framework to have some basic ideas in mind as we approach the devotion of the saints that we're going to look at. Um, today we will mention a saint, uh, a Pope, as I said yesterday, that we want to begin with the sure foundation that we're on the right track having the authority of, at the highest level that a human could have on earth, which is the papal authority, which is the office, as we know, given to St. Peter, that is passed on always by the successors of St. Peter's, that bishop who has a preeminent role among all the other bishops, all the other successors to the apostles. And they look to him for unity. They look to him as their head. And that's the importance of the Pope. The papal teaching carries with it a significant weight because we know that the church teaches um, based on the scriptures and the power given to St. Peter um, that, that, that Christ will be with him and that Christ will guide him and Christ will guide us always through him on earth. Above all the humans on earth, the one that has the charism for, for governing the church is the Pope. And uh, we know that the popes are not always perfect. And in the past, you know, of course, popes have, 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 have not have suffered moral defects. But the Lord mysteriously will guide the church through them. And, and so we are called to have great faith in the guidance of the papacy and, and the popes. So we looked at Pope Francis yesterday and his beautiful uh, invitation to meditate on the fact that we sit before the Lord in, in, in front of the tabernacle and there he's the Lord and we adore him. And we spoke about the importance of lingering and learning to just be present to the Lord so that, that, that we would become aware of his presence. Today, I want to continue with the so, so few words of St. Pope John Paul the Great, who we know is a Eucharistic giant. I was speaking with one of the brothers today and, and what came to my mind in that conversation was, you know, the Pope John Paul, uh, even when he was a priest, he would spend many hours in adoration. But even when he was a bishop, he, he always said that Christ was the real owner of the residence where he lived and he was a guest there. So, so much was this realism of Jesus in the Eucharist that he knew he lived with Christ. Like he lived with Christ, just like the apostles, like how Christ went to live with Peter in Capernaum. Pope John Paul had this awareness. And of course, he had just a Catholic faith. And so he had this this idea that that just like being with our friends in conversations can inspire us to 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 ideas for conversation. He placed his desk <laughs> when he was bishop in the actual chapel, and he did a lot of his writing and his works in the chapel, in the presence of Christ. And he knew that that, and he said many times that he got much light and and radiation from 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 Christ's heart in the Eucharist, that just the very presence of Christ in front of him would inspire him. Christ would probably communicate by the power of the Holy Spirit from the Eucharist in, in you know, not human sounds, but the language of the heart, because Christ is there, but he's also within. And so there's this deep connection um, that we, we adore Christ while listening to his interior voice through the Spirit at work in our life. So we now have a quote here by Pope St. John Paul that I want to just kind of read for you. And it talks about the power of transformative love 
of, of, of the Eucharist upon our life. And he says, love is ignited within us. Love is renewed within us. And he's speaking about when we're, we sit in the presence of the Lord. He goes on to say, and I should add that he's speaking out of his personal experience of, of Eucharistic adoration. He's speaking out of his personal experience of the transformative power of the Blessed Sacrament. And he says, therefore, these are not hours spent in idleness when we isolate ourselves from our work. But these are moments, hours, when we undertake something that constitutes the deepest meaning of all our work. What are we all about? Love. We, our whole goal in life is to love, whether we work, whether we're mothers, fathers, all our duties is about love. And, and when we spend this moment with Jesus in the Eucharist, we're spending our time with love itself. And we come into the very source of that force um, called love that is the most potent force in the universe. So being with Jesus will give us the deepest meaning of all our work. For no matter how numerous our activities, our ministries, however numerous our concerns, our exertions, if there is no love, everything becomes meaningless. When we devote our time to ponder the mystery of love, to allow it to radiate in our hearts, we are preparing ourselves in the best possible way for any kind of service, for any activity, for any charitable work. When we devote our time to ponder the mystery of love, to allow it to radiate in our hearts, we are preparing ourselves in the best possible way for any kind of service, for any activity, for any kind of work. Brothers and sisters, this is why we're going to meditate on the Eucharist this Lent in a particular way, because Christ in the Eucharist has a power to transform us if we but let him.